Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. And I'm Ravi. And I am Tip. And today we're going to talk about episode five of Book of Boba Fett and episode five of Peacemaker. And Ooh, five for fighting. That's what I'm exactly. talking about. Oh, okay. There we go. Now I got the title. Um, you know, it's like that band's just one guy. Yeah. Like, why, didn't, why didn't you just like name the music for the artist after himself? You know, uh, major for fighting? fighting that's like, oh, that's a great question. Five members. It's like, no, just one dude who just likes that hockey term. So, anyway, I, I always thought it was interesting, but I was like, well, good way for him to stand out. So, anyway, so Book of Boba Fett was basically a very, very clandestine episode of The Mandalorian. Yo, can we talk about how the best episode of the Book of Boba Fett didn't have any of Boba Fett in it for a second? Yeah. Like, what is the... This yeah. is awkward. Uh, yeah, that, well, that's because they made Boba Fett into a wuss. And so nobody's really into him. The episodes six and seven have to be balls-to-the-wall spectacular from, like, Dave Filoni and, and Tamar Morrison, Boba Fett. Right? Like... You can't write. You can't write seven scripts. Have the fifth episode be about the Mandalorian, and the episode series called the Book of Boba Fett, and have the Mandalorian be the best episode in there. Like that. That's franchise killing almost. That's laughable. That's insulting. Don't you think? Yeah. So like, how good are these next episodes going to be? Before we get into this episode. Speculatively speaking, how good are these next episodes going to be? I think they're going to be phenomenal. Like this was oh, such yeah. a tease. This was such a tease in the setup. This we is the, the this is episode Mandalorian. Is one. Show it almost makes me think that they should just done like a movie, a made for Disney Plus movie, rather than just. Like they're doing it. They're doing a made for Disney Plus movie, or excuse me, they're doing a unspecified Star Wars title, which oh. I believe will be the culmination of. The Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Bo-Katana, and uh, uh, Ahsoka-Tana. Endor. Sorry, Ahsoka-Tana and, uh, what else I said, uh, Bo. What's Bo's name? Anyway. Done. Yeah, 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 I said it right. I don't think it's been officially announced yet. I think it's just like speculation at this point, but... I think maybe maybe they'll wait till season three of Mandalorian to actually announce it because I think like what Kira Dune was supposed to get her own show. Yeah, but that's but that's canceled. That's that canceled. got canceled. It's so like oh, you know they're female-led Star Wars property, so they're going with Bo-Katan. Like, yeah, Bo-Katan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like this is Disney. Don't forget, like Disney knows what makes the money, like literally from Marvel, right? And that's different properties culminating. And a single movie venture, right? So if you get Bo-Katan, uh, Ahsoka-Tana, Boba Fett, Ooh. and The Mandalorian all together yeah. in a single movie, like, dude, don't tell me that's not gonna make it rain. Like, uh, if The Rise of Skywalker was as good as A New Hope, yeah. like that would just billions of dollars of of like subscription. Revenue. Subscription pace, like I think they, I think it would be a really smart move to make the movie both available uh, in the theaters and on streaming, because you know all the shows are on streaming, so you need to make the movie on streaming. 
but I also think like it's gonna be so epic you would want to make it available in IMAX. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of money to be generated from this, uh, which is important as one, a Disney shareholder, and two, uh, a fan who wants to see these properties and this IP continue. Yeah. Well, we got, I totally forgot, but we need to talk about the Moon Knight trailer, which will be the next, I think, oh, yeah. Disney Plus series. The next Marvel series, but I think the next Disney Plus series will also be Moon Knight. Well, so speaking of Star Wars. I'm just kidding. Okay, I, well, I okay. There, there's something uh, very important that they missed on the Mandalorian. Did anybody else notice this? Is that he never had to register his vehicle. He just like took it out and like whoop, went off in outer space. Well, that's because um, it was pre. He's like, he's probably, didn't the, uh, didn't the uh, Republic, Republic, New Republic pilot stop him though? So they say so you got to register that. Well, yeah. yeah, that's the whole point. Like, well, not the whole point, but like. That's oh, he did just points. get stopped by the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he got pulled over. Oh, the did whole you just time. get he got pulled over? Uh, yeah, I just watched that. <laughs> that's funny. While you're I'm, talking I'm about, about it, <laughs> I was like, "Did that happen?" Yeah, that's a great point. Too. Like the whole time I was like, I was watching it, and he was like that's flying so up, funny. like next to like the Star Cruiser, right? The 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 travel vehicle. And he was like flying, like doing dangerous maneuvers and stuff. I was like, oh, this seems pretty illegal. Like, there's no way you should be able to fly this close to like a travel like cruiser. Yeah. And then like two <laughs> seconds later, he gets pulled over by like the uh, the X-Wing cops. And I was like, oh, fuck did, yeah. Did you guys and, catch it was where they were doing their pod racing that you, he was going through? Oh, yeah. But first, first, I want to highlight that we've seen both of these X-Wing officers before. Um, the the older one. gentleman, we've seen him in the last season. He pulled uh, Amanda over in the beginning for uh, similar um, aerial uh, problems. But the second guy, most importantly, the one who was wanting to arrest him or, or find him at least, that was uh, Luke Skywalker's double from Mando mm. season two of the last episode. Oh, okay. Had no idea. Yeah, so like if he's on set, that makes me think like why not go ahead and shoot the next episode? Like, is are we gonna see Luke? Do you guys think? Well, I think the rumor is Grogu and Luke. Well, we're definitely gonna the see group. Grogu. There's like, like he got some chain mail. Wait, we'll talk about that in a second. And I don't know why I said that like a yeah, I wonder what he got in southern now. hick. Like uh, piece or it looks like, like some chain mail. I'm thinking like some methandro, like some some, some, or Ring, some 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 Frodo Baggins type like uh, chainmail armor. See how he had the bag tied up like it's his face. Like his yeah, face. Don't yeah, that was so armor. cute. That was good. That was so cute. I was like, oh look, it's Grogu's face. I can see the face and the ears, and I loved it. Uh, it made me very happy. I miss Grogu. Um, I'm sure he sold a lot of toys for Christmas, so Disney probably loves him too, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of missing things, did you guys miss Boba at all? Uh, was he even in this episode? He wasn't. The best episode of Boba Fett didn't even have Boba Fett in it so far. So like, well, I'm asking, like, did, do you guys just... This was a Mandalorian episode. You know, well, he also it's... became so famous with barely any screen time. This was definitely a Mandalorian <laughs> season three sure yeah, this was like the uh two po- this is season 2.5 for the, the the preview for season three yeah so i, I know I, all i want to talk about is like what do you think is gonna have for season three rather than book of book effect right like, like exactly more- like this is so much more interesting than anything that's happening in boba fett right now like yeah. and i think like this has to be either one 
one of the biggest errors of like executive producer history or yeah. two well, we're about to see two of the best episodes of star wars of all time i mean like make... have faith in john favreau and dave filoni well they could right? make a like, spin-off show better than their flagship show you know like, exactly well i think every show like, should dial be great back. it has to be like somewhat interesting but we can't make it as good as mandalorian because we got you know they all our good ideas for that show but why um, not why not make uh mandalorians why not make the book of boba fett you know, season one or, or just the Book of Boba Fett season all, right? Why not make that better than Mandalorian season two? And then why not make Mandalorian season three better than the Book of Boba Fett? Why not get better every uh, integration? Yeah, I don't know. I just... Um... Is it the talent? Like, this is the biggest IP of all time. There are nerds by the tens of thousands who have written their own fan fiction scripts for the sequel series. Yeah. Right? So, how was episode nine the best fucking script they could come up with to end uh, the the sextology, the ninology, or whatever it's called? Right? Like, why not source this to the people who love it the most? Right, like well, if Catherine Kennedy were, said, came out Ryan and said, Johnson "Hey, send me your best scripts," well, I think we just, could have came out with a better uh, sequel trilogy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, no, Kevin but once you started getting fan like, you know, fans writing, was, well, Kevin Kennedy was completely unaware of the uh, extended universe, like the books, the comics. She literally said, "Like, like we're not like Marvel. We don't have books and comic books to, to pull from." So I'm just like. <laughs> What? Which uh, is what I love about this series, right? Like, uh, John Favreau, Dave Flunny, they're pulling everything out of canon, right? They're talking yeah. about Thrawn. Even the comics, yeah. Yeah, Black I mean, everything. Uh, BK, right? Black Chris Hansen, uh, Black Christmas or whatever you call them. What yeah. was that? Oh, was that I thought it was And he didn't, yeah, he ripped up the arm last episode, so that was the fan service. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> that like, was great episode, too. not a lot actually happens. It's mainly just, you know, the fight at the butcher, the fight on, you know, meeting with the Smith and the fight with the other dude, going the fight to with John Favreau, getting the ship, and then Phoenix Chain at the end. So, yeah. Not a whole bunch happened, but. Not a whole lot happened, but it was hella enjoyable. Let's, first off, I love all of the fan service. I don't know if this is real fan service or not, but like, I grew up with all of you gorgeous motherfuckers, right? We all faked lightsaber duels. And I'd like to think that every one of us probably would have hit our fucking legs while playing around with the lightsaber, right? So, like, Mando scarring himself, hitting himself with his own lightsaber in the leg. That's, like, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, no, that's me, dude. That's me. Like, I would totally fucking be trying to kill someone with a lightsaber, and I would fucking hit my own leg with it. Yeah, I thought he just got shot, but yeah. I don't know, I yeah, when it. I first watched it, I thought he got shot too. No, no, that was from the lightsaber. But then, like, yeah, they showed Ooh. a little replay of it. Yeah. Wait, time out. Okay, so when he cut the guy's head off, though, it was still bleeding. What did he cut it off with? Did, did he not well, just use the dark saber and go, me, 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 me. I guess was he, like, used a pocket knife or some shit. Yeah, it was dripping blood. Yeah. So he must have just, like, ripped out a. I don't think it was dripping. A hacksaw or something? Yeah, there the the lightsaber. Star Wars is usually pretty good about uh, cauterizing the the wounds with, with yeah. lightsabers. Yeah. 
But that that's, head was bleeding everywhere. I was like, I, I would have just used the dark saber thing and cauterized it all. Damn tip, I don't know what uncut version of Star Wars you got. <laughs> I don't know why that one alien chick was just like, come, have a drink with us, or I won't tell you where you can find your contact. And yeah, like, that was super like, right, weird. First of all, helmet, you yeah, really like, wanted him to sit out. And- so at first time, I, I thought that was like super awkward, but when I watched it on the second time, I thought that was more awkward. And But the third time I watched the episode, I realized it's because he wants Mando to pick up another job. So he wants him to sit down yeah. at the table and eat some food, drink some wine. So about right, this other before job. Before he offers him another job. But Mando doesn't care about the job. He doesn't care about the money. Right? He could just return that bounty to somewhere else to, to, to claim the money if he wanted to. He wants the information. He wants to get back to his people. Yeah. Which I thought was a fantastic scene and a big, big, big air fart for him in the end. R.I.P. Well, so aren't Mando there only, showing like, his face. And they, there's only three Mandalorians they, left. Live on Halo. Uh, there's three of the Mandalorians from that Creed left, and now Mando's got to go back to the living minds of Dude, Moria under Mordor, or something. The mines of Mordoria, and yeah. uh, find the sacred uh, MacGuffin. Cough, Lord of the Ring, cough, season three. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for this, but I am more excited to see Grogu, right? And like, what's going to happen with Grogu? Grogu's going to come back. Like, how long has he been with Luke? Yeah, he's totally got a backseat. He's totally got a backseat ready on that ship. He's totally got a backseat ready in that ship. He's like, oh, Amos there totally like, oh, I know you don't like droids, so I I carved out the the R2 spot for you, and I was like. And First off, window. that's adorable. I can't wait to see Grogu in the back there. And then second, I was like, logistically, like Robbie and I were talking about this, like, this is the worst ship ever for the Mandalorian. Like, there's nowhere to poop, right? Uh, if you have you two like bounties, heaven forbid, you're well, fucked. Well, it's so fast that you don't... Yeah, the, the uh, time like we were saying, it's, it's so fast, long. you don't need a bathroom. You can just you can just uh, hit the NOS button and, and go straight to the next fucking way station or whatever. No, I told you about the tube that pops out of the seat. No, it's button. Like, is it catheter? Are you talking yeah, about your mom? Yeah, butt cat. <laughs> That's really the bathroom. The seat folds. The seat slides back. Yeah. <laughs> a little opening pops up. Like he's being tracked by the <laughs> He's ejected something. Is it spice? No, it's not really worth much. It's like Han Solo had to, like, um, eject all his smuggle everything he smuggled so the Empire wouldn't arrest him. So it's just like um, the uh, Mandalorian has to eject all his unwantables. Also, he has a small ship, which would have a limited fuel capacity for interstellar travel. Yeah. So actually, he's at a severe disadvantage. They should just taken over Gideon's Star Destroyer thing or whatever. Maybe. It's probably Star Destroyer because that's like old school. It's like Star Destroyer. How? How does he do a whole season with this? Like, there's no. Like, Mandalorian season three. Is it going to be him talking to Grogu in the backseat and it's going to cut awkwardly from like one glass tube to another glass, like bulbous tube? I, I don't see this ship lasting very long. I think it's amazing, gorgeous fan service for the together, 10 people though. out there, including myself, who love the prequel series. But Bro, I just don't map. see this lasting very long. 
and I want to give a special shout out to Heavy Spoilers on YouTube. Oh yeah, I watched them too. Did you see the part where uh, he intercut um, from Thor Ragnarok where uh, she says slaves? And he's like, oh, I don't like the S word. And he's like, and she's just like, um, uh, prisoners with jobs. And so he, the rest of the episode, he calls the slave one, Boba Fett ship the slave one. He calls it uh, Fire the, pri- the prisoners with jobs one. Oh yeah, just a, <laughs> just, just a special, special shout out to that kind of like like humor, like fucking hilarious. Like uh, that was funny. In in, in a, a shitty week in the stock market, like hearing that replay once or twice, that that cheered me up quite a bit. So yeah. shout out to, to heavy spoilers. Yeah, that was great. Well, that's really all I have for this episode. I'm interested to see what's gonna happen. I guess we're going to see Boba Fett again next episode. Oh, so before before we cut away, I want to hear everyone's overall thoughts on the best episode of Boba Fett not having Boba Fett in it. <laughs> well, like, yeah. It, it is this awkward? Really Are you okay with this? Three, and the fact that it's really been like almost like two years since that last season came out, right? It was like 20, 2019, right? It was 20, 2020. 2019. No, okay. It's been like 2020. two years since uh, we've had Mandalorian episode. No, it would have been 2020. It's like, oh, the Mandalorian, yeah, no, that came out that came yeah. out in 2020, yes, you're correct. So, but like, let me ask you this like, if what if in the middle of Marvel's What If, right? What if the best episode of Marvel's What If was about DC comic book characters? What's about Batman and Superman? Like, that <laughs> would be a <laughs> worst putting, way to right? tell everyone that Disney you're looking, o- looking over at Disney, you're just like, oh, like, what, what if. if like, what Looking if the best episode of the series wasn't about the characters in the series? And that's the book of Boba Fett right now. Yeah. But it's the Mandalorian. Yeah. Every, he, 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 Fett it was a super boring episode, Major. Let's be honest. It was super boring. We all just like to see the Mandalorian because we associate him with the cuteness of Grogu, which gives us the warm, fuzzy feelings that Grogu gives us. So, in fact, your mind is playing tricks on you it was a super boring episode, but you were delighted with the warm fuzzies of the Grogu, Grogu memory association. <laughs> I'm sorry. See how this works hey, out psychologically. Tip, 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 I love you. And but as you were saying that, every time, <laughs> you, every time you were like, "Oh, you're just associating this with the good feelings of of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian," I was just thinking about Boba Fett being like, "Oh, like a bantha, like the meme," and he's on the the motorbikes and he's just like like riding up and down like the meme fucking hilarious anyway you're not not wrong but I also think and and you know and Dave and John we trust right so I am really looking for a Viagra level event for the penultimate and the ultimate episodes for episode it, it'll be better seven. than what we, it'll be better than the last three episodes yeah it had, four episodes the, whatever so. The next two episodes better be good because, Dude, I mean, they're gonna be it's been so, kind of boring so far. They're gonna it's be just, so fetch. You know, the whole series. They're gonna clap or or, or slap. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Well, it's but like let's even if they do suck, actually, slap. no one's gonna lose their Disney Plus subscription. They're just like, well, if you want Mandalorian season three, you better come back. You better it's come like, back. It's like, so no one's going like, to like, get rid of their, their Disney Plus subscription. Like, oh, you got to be quicker than that. So, like, there are no consequences. <laughs> they have Star Wars. They have the power. They'll just do something else. You know. 
I will well, tell you, it's super annoying. Like this week, I was looking for superhero content, and like I love Invincible, but it's not rewatchable, right? Like you can't just like go back and rewatch like an old episode in the middle of a season and fully enjoy it, right? Like it's a better story told altogether. Yeah, uh, it's like a sandwich. Yeah. It's not a cracker and some cheese. And you'll never get that first experience again, when right? You're just never like, surprised, right? like because you have no idea that he's Unless really evil. Oh my god, it's so good! I'm so yep. And, and then the slaughter starts. Yeah, I had no idea the first time I watched it. Oh, what a great way to slaughter! End but like with Batman the animated series, it's like a good, it's like a good cracker with cheese, right? Like you can just pick up one out of the middle of the plate and fucking enjoy it. Like, you don't have to watch episode 1, 2, and 3 to enjoy episode 7 or 14 of Batman the Animated Series. And... You're making me hungry. They're all kind of their own... Yeah, they're all standalone. And that's, like, like one of my favorite things. I mean, it works well for for Rick and Morty. And it's one of my favorite things about, like, HBO Max, like, all together. Like, they've got... Rick and Morty, really, and find it funny. But they'll throw little... Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, you watch, you watch you would have to it. follow the story to know what exactly. they're talking about, right? It's like uh, sugar on top or cherry on top. Like you don't have to watch every episode to understand what's happening in the episode and find it. There we go. Like, we humorous. haven't thrown some Rick and Morty in there in a while. Oh my goodness, Robbie, you're <laughs> right. We broke the streak. We were going to talk about Rick and Morty every episode, but yeah, uh, Forrest isn't going to tell us. Oh, Forrest, nine hundred episodes later. <laughs> We have to fire that. There was a new episode. Yeah, sadly. Um, Wait, Forrest, what episode number is this? This forty-nine or forty-eight, I think. I think forty-nine. Oh yeah, forty-nine. Very good. All right, twenty more to go before the, we can all be now. like. Wait, wait, it's already oh, been yeah. here because I think inauguration day was what um, January something last year when the first episode was. Yeah, I think we started this podcast to talk about comic books and the uh, Capitol riots on January yeah. 6th. Yeah, like the, there was an insurrection. It was like, let's start a podcast. Sarcasm. So. Oh, yeah, we should talk about politics. Everyone enjoys that. What'd you say? Yeah, we should talk about Peacemaker. <laughs> let's talk about, yes! let's talk about the politics of Peacemaker's dad. Let's talk about Peacemaker. Let's talk about you and me. We're going to. Yeah, let's talk about Peacemaker's dad. What? TV. The crap. Yo, Peacemaker's so good. But I have to say, shout out to The Mandalorian. I mean, sorry, shout out to Boba Fett. <laughs> for finally having a better episode than Peacemaker. Yeah. Like, oh, this I, one was pretty good, though. I thought... Um, Peacemaker was great, but this was the first time that the Book of Boba Fett was better than the Peacemaker episode on a week-to-week true. basis. Oh, yeah, it was true. just that nostalgia. Granted, I want to point out there was the zero Boba Fett in this episode of yeah. Boba Fett. There was just mention of, like, hey, you want to It was dumb. just the we Mandalorian. Yeah, it's just like no Boba Fett and Peacemaker either. But let's let's talk about that one. Yeah, so, well, let's talk about yeah. how great Peacemaker is. Holy cow! So this episode was like, uh, what happened again? They just go to the compound where they're making the. This was the field. This this was the rally episode, right? Like last episode, all hope was lost. Like they they had a, a little bit of a comeback. They all got shit faced or whatever. But this was the bonding episode. This is when John uh, Economos uh, went from Die Beard to uh, BFFs with the Peacemaker. 
right? This is when Harcourt or Harcourt, right, uh, grew a heart. This is this is the episode where everyone comes together as a team, and then who? Spoiler alert! Right at the very end, we fucking see uh, Abadio. Abadetto. No, I don't know. She, come across Mur as a butterfly, right? So like, ninety nine percent of the episode is them coming together as a team in the last second chaos right I, I love this i love the setup i cannot yeah fucking so, wait sets up a pretty bad cliffhanger there yeah i mean it was like it was scary but uh i don't know i i don't think she's gonna be dead i think she's he's just gonna no, knock her out you can't kill her no way like what's gonna happen he's gonna get hit by a car he's gotta get hit by a car he's no i think he's just gonna catch no way he doesn't get hit by a car yeah he's just gonna capture her and she's gonna be tied up next episode and He's gonna reveal his evil plan or whatever. So, it's like, it's like it's has never really been about Easter eggs, right? Or, or breaking down the episode uh, scene by scene. So let's just really talk about our overall thoughts and takeaways of this episode. I thought it was great. Loved the character development. Loved them growing as a team. Loved Chekhov's chainsaw. Holy shit! The first time <laughs> I was watching the episode. And, and Vigilante's like, oh, I really want to use a chainsaw. And Harcourt's like, no. I'm like, oh, check off chainsaw. And then, god dang it, James Gunn, you beautiful son of a bitch, you pay it off. Like, this guy went to film school. You can tell that shit. Like, I've been so pissed off by these I recent TV shows using Chekhov's gun and never paying it off. Well, and then we get I a think- Chekhov's chainsaw. Not the next episode. But like five minutes later, and it's so <laughs> fucking good. I think James right? Gunn was very influenced by the um, the horrible murder of endangered species. Because remember the, the dolphin and the whale who died. <laughs> so he was very inspired to have endangered species just absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, we yeah, that's a good point. We got Chekhov's chimpanzee too, right? Um, so and not the last episode, but the episode before that. Peacemaker walking walks into his dad's house and we hear the background noise on the TV talking about uh, an escaped oh, gr- gorilla. Right? Oh yeah. And then we that. saw the gorilla this episode. Yeah. And cool. the gorilla spoke. Did you guys hear that? He yeah. Said, sure everyone... like, die humans? Like that was creepy. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure everyone was thinking Grod. I thought it was Grod. I was like, dude, I was jizzing my pants. I was like, oh my god, is this Grod? Like, is this Grod? But then I didn't see anything on the head, and I was like, like, like any helmets or any, like head plates, and I was like, I don't think this is Grod. But then he spoke, and I was like, is this Grod? And then he got chainsawed, and I was like, no way, this is Grod. That's his. That's his cousin, Todd. Todd. <laughs> he got chainsawed. Craig. Yo, Price. So the, the, the 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 main concern for me in Peacemaker. Is this vigilante character? He oh, is so scary. good, right? You're concerned that he's not going to get yes. his, own, his own spinoff. I agree, t- uh, Tip. I agree. No, he's a sociopath. He's an absolute. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have would love like, like a vigilante people. spinoff. How so, great! Need a psychopath, right? Now. How great would it be to have a yeah, film movie, <laughs> Suicide Squad? Reboot into the Suicide Squad after the director got fired from Disney. <laughs> goes over to these guys, shot. creates the Suicide Squad, creates a spinoff, The Peacemaker, before the Suicide Squad even comes out, and then creates a vigilante spinoff from the Peacemaker spinoff. Like the amount of IP that would be created from this guy making homophobic tweets 10 years ago is mind blowing. <laughs> 
Well, they're already working on volume three right now, I think. So I don't know if it's even filming, but you know, he's very, very busy right now. So but I think he's he's done? I hope so. What he's working talented, on projects too. What a talented man. Yep. Wait, so, they're coming out with a new Suicide Squad? No, I think he's, he's working on other DC stuff. So maybe another sequel, oh. another season of this or a spinoff of something else. So. Would you be, let me ask you this force and others at Al, if you're speaking Latin. Um, would you be okay with James Gunn taking over the reins as the the Kevin Feige, the AKA the uh, the Zack Snyder of the DCEU? I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I, I think would much prefer it's... If they just like do what they're doing with Batman, just keep the franchises separate, and like directors do their own thing. So it doesn't need to be like you know a universe. So so you don't want this. Yeah, you don't want the DCEU connected. Well, I mean, how, you know, how Marvel's no, making all the different Spider-Mans connected. Well, it's just like, you know, Marvel has to make every character funny now, and it's just getting really, really old. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have, like, um, Dark a Batman movie. movie, you know, that's just Batman, and an Aquaman movie that's just Aquaman, and not, like, mentioning Justice League every five minutes. So. Isn't that funny? Like, you need some, like, dark relief to this comic relief of Marvel. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's too punny. It's too corny. Yeah, I need, I need some grit in my life. Peace I need some reality, yeah. So, um, well, let's talk about the Moon Knight trailer, then, at least. Yeah. Well, 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 the, the... I'm trying to remember what else happened this episode. So, speaking of the Mandalorian. Talking oh, about what about Knight. his helmet could, like, see through walls? Oh, you know, yeah. We're talking about see, that. Uh, speaking of who's a butterfly, who's not. So. Man, what other kind of helmets does he have? Yeah, we get more. It was a pretty funny scene where he like goes in there, he's looking through them all, and he's like, "Fuck it," and he just takes them all. And he's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, the warehouse scene. Like, all right, fantastic. All right. So, do you think his dad's gonna get out of prison, or what do you think is gonna happen with him? I think eventually his dad, his dad's gonna break out and become White Dragon. Oh, his dad's definitely become right White Dragon. Yeah, that, Yeah, like we were saying, other episode. See our other episode. About, yeah, about like, that, that you can't just tease that suit and not have somebody put oh it on. Oh my god, that suit looks so good. Like, I fucking hate him and everything he stands for, but fuck me, that suit looks so good. I think you'll definitely see something in action. So, um, what if Vigilante becomes a white dragon? Yeah. Oh, I'd watch that oh. spinoff. I'd watch the fuck out of that spinoff. Major, yeah, I, I don't think, I think they can make a White Dragon spinoff. I, I wouldn't watch that. Um, look, I'll tell you right now, it didn't work for D and D of Game of Thrones, Dan and Dan and Dave, and yeah. their Civil War bullshit. It's not going to work on HBO uh, with Peacemaker. Yeah, they're not going to have a. They're not going to spin that shit off. As the main character of the show, so. Um, yeah, I'm trying to what else happened. There was the gunfights. There was the bonding. There was a twist at the end. There was the subplot with like the guy who knew Mern, who became like the sheriff, the the captain. Right. Told I thought that was Detective great. Song to drop the case or that the fingerprints were real. He taps on the window, and Murray's like, oh, "Why the fucking window? There's a door right there." Yeah. And um, it just, what's happening? Is Murr against all the other butterflies? Like, what's happening in this episode? Uh, in this well, he series? Does, he does what do you guys think? He doesn't want Peacemaker arrested or something. So I guess well, maybe just he's a killer, but I think he doesn't want Peacemaker arrested, so Peacemaker can can follow like can can stay on the task force and kill all of these butterflies. My question is, why does this one butterfly murder want to kill all the other butterflies? Yeah, 
don't know. Like, is he or a bad guy? Gotta gotta have, it's left. gotta have some kind or of Or is he a good guy? On. I'm gonna imagine um, there's... Well, remember, Judo Master said the butterflies aren't what you think, so... Right? I mean, they were taking over people's bodies, so that's kind of messed up, but... Um, Go through your mouth or through your butt. Yeah. What a PowerPoint. And what an asshole John Cena is. I mean, Peacemaker. John Cena plays the character perfectly. Did you guys not laugh out loud? Like, that has to be, like, a spontaneous... I would love to see, like, the thrown away edit versions of, like, John Cena spewing out celebrities for, like, five... 10 fucking minutes while they cut that shit together. Well, I think we saw that in like the after credit scene. Remember yeah, that was exactly it? right. Like, I would love another five minutes of that. Even though he named a lot I of mean, people who were dead, like the Beatles. Do the Beatles. But. It was kind of funny. Not Ariana Grande. I laughed out loud. I was. Yeah. There's definitely some improv on their yeah. part. But yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think. Um, there's a lot of action in this episode. It was a pretty good episode. Um, I'm, interested, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Clemson Mern and uh, Adoya, Aboya. Sorry, I can't remember her name correctly. Even though her last name's Waller, obviously. Well, yeah. No one else says that, or it, it'll all be given away. So is that like her first middle name, or is that like her wife's name? Is that, or is that Oh, like that's a good question. I actually don't I mean, I know. Can't as, someone who's seen the episode, as someone who's seen every episode at least three times, it's not clear to me. Yeah, I think she's just an alias, so no one knows she's she's Amanda Waller's daughter. That would make the most sense to me. Because I think his her her wife just calls her by her first name, so you, I guess you would know her. Yeah, you, you would know, like, yeah. Also, I don't know if this bothered me, but how convenient is it that everything that's going down with the alien invasion just happens to be within driving distance of Peter yeah. Baker's trailer, huh? I said, oh, I said yeah. that last episode. I was like, how convenient that, like, the first fucking invasion is, like, uh, in the hometown of... It's like he can, like, go maker. to a, a factory full of butterfly of aliens. It's yeah, and it's all in driving distance. You got plot armor, you got plot convenience. <laughs> Yo, fucking give this guy a quill. He speaks the fucking truth. Write that shit down, Robbie. Tell that shit. Put turn into an NFT. <laughs> yeah. Fucking genius over here. Have you ever heard yep. of NFTs? Oh yeah. Okay. So what are your predictions for next week? Which episode's gonna be better? Mandalorian? I mean, sorry, Boba Fett or uh between the bigger. two sixes. I don't know. I think I think they're gonna go all out with Boba Fett. So I think I think they're gonna go all out on Boba Fett. You're yeah, right. Yeah, if, if this is like the team up episode that'd be pretty bad. And we know that Boba Fett's getting on a cliffhanger. Now the, let me no, ask you this. An open episode. Yep. Is the next episode gonna be uh, Mando going to get Grogu, or no, it'll be are we going to see that in season three of Mandalorian? I think it was season three of Mandalorian. They, yeah, they, me too. They, they, they I think it's going to go back to Boba Fett, and then in the last episode, we're going to see Mando and Grogu show up, and then in the Mandalorian season three, we're going to see him go get Grogu, and then learn how to use the fucking dark saber by Luke. Like, how cool would it be oh. for Mando to get trained by Luke how to use the dark saber? Because well, he's, he's no longer Mandalorian, he's he can still... become a Jedi. Well, that's gonna be, that's gonna be season three. That's gonna be the, the that's gonna be like the whole mission of season three is to go to Mandalore. But like, I'm talking about the first couple episodes because, like, look, we've seen in the prequel series, we've seen younglings, right? Jedi younglings not have a single problem with these Jedi lightsabers. Now, granted, they were smaller, but like, yeah, at least in, in my knowledge. 
I remember any like you know even Luke in, in a New Hope he never had any problem wielding a lightsaber due to the heaviness of it. Yeah. So, so I guess the dark saber is kind of you're using your force. Must be some dark matter. Make it not not as heavy. Oh, some physics jokes. Dark matter is heavy as fuck. Uh, well, but yeah, no, you're probably right. I'd love to see in Mando season three though. Luke train Mando how to use the lightsaber, but I'm okay with seeing Mando come back in the last episode of Boba Fett and just be completely fetched, just like 10 out of 10 amazing with yeah. the Darksaber, just fucking cutting people up left and right. <laughs> Cannot he wait. He yeah. goes full Jedi battle on him. Where... Uh, can you imagine <laughs> if James Gunn <laughs> Where, Instead had... of just struggling... Can you imagine if James Gunn had like a Boba Fett IP property uh, on HBO Max? Can you imagine the bloodshed? Like just the difference between Boba Fett on Disney Plus and Boba Fett on HBO Max. Can you imagine the difference between those two fucking... I'm talking about hundreds of liters of difference between the two. Nothing cut away. Because he has way more license to do violence. You know, depraved stuff on HBO Max, and he does over at Marvel and by Disney. So, exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Well, let's talk about the Moon Knight yeah. trailer real quick. Um, did everyone see that? Oh, speaking of Mandalorian, yeah. yes. Oscar the Moonlight Isaac. trailer? Moon Knightorian. The Moon Knight. Uh, the Moon Knightorian. I like that. You know, Moon Knight tip, he goes around moody <laughs> criminals. Yeah. He, he shines he shines them his white shiny yeah. Irish ass and they uh, blind themselves yeah. and they just give, them, give themselves up yep. to cops. What a what a power! What? It's very specific. You have the same power tip, don't you? Tell us more about it. Um. Yeah, I open up my butt crack and show the criminals I, my I pulsating think, hemorrhoids. I, I, and, I think that's enough. Yeah, 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 yeah that's uh, great, great. Thank you. I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a special uh, <laughs> interview from Super Super Saiyan Tip over here. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the Moon Knight trailer has his Oscar hemorrhoids Isaac. are over nine thousand. Yeah. So it has Oscar Isaac, and he's playing a, a British man, and he's so good. I love Oscar Isaac. I'm yeah, he's very great. So it's it's, it's a good thing he didn't like mouth off against Disney like John Boyega did. Because they were like, "Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not, you're nice to us. You can have it. You can have your own t- uh, Marvel." Can't show. wait to see the next John Boyega, John Boyega show on Disney Plus. I don't know who could John Boyega play in the Marvel universe. Trailer on Marvel has 27 million views now. Yeah, I mean, to put the Marvel tag in front of anything, like even a character's obscure as Moon Knight. Yeah, but like, doesn't Baby Shark have like 10 billion views? And like. God. Who's gonna say who's that's been on the that's been on YouTube for like ten years ago? Who is there to say it. Baby Shark is better than Avengers Endgame? Oh, I don't know. So anyway, so Moon Knight has Oscar Isaac. He's a British dude. He starts seeing these sort of Egyptian um, hallucinations, like I think a like giant mummies crawling down the hall to get in the elevator. And um, we find out he gets a phone call from this woman, and she says he's Mark. I'm pregnant. Yeah, that's oh, like man, and how they lined up that scene with the old lady coming in the elevator. Yeah, that was just so cowering funny. in the corner. That was so but good. Yeah, but I don't know if y'all know anything about Moon Knight. They, she called him Mark because he has multiple personalities. I think the British one is uh, it's called Stephen Grant, and uh, his that's like uh, then like his main 
persona. He's got a ton of personalities. Like he's a he's a cab driver. There's yep. a, a ton of stuff he's, he does. I think he's like three main personalities. Like Stephen Grant's not like a a, a British curator or a gift shop employee in the comics. He's like a he's like a like a um, an entrepreneur uh, or investment guru. So, but that's like sort of like so we can take on white collar crime and Jake Lockley the cab driver so we can investigate underworld crime and like Mark Spector's like his main persona and then the Moon Knight is like when he dresses up so it looks like the Moon Knight costume is going to be supernatural and pretty cool yeah I think supernatural is in the TV show or is it in like CGI yeah so it's going to be Mercedes looks like like a mummy in a cape so yes yeah yeah that's what I thought too but did y'all notice what did y'all notice what he was like punching at the end of the trailer he was like no, it looks like a I think it's I think it's the werewolf by night and uh that's like uh no that's sort of, that's the comic he was introducing wasn't it yeah yeah but the werewolf by night's already been cast the uh what's the guy's name Guile Garcia Bale I don't well, if that's not a werewolf name I don't know what it is no I'm kidding but uh no I mean if they already cast him that sounds like a yeah, so fire he's gonna be idea. introduced it's a good I think theory. he's gonna have like his own Halloween special later this year, The Werewolf by Night. And I think he's gonna be introduced in Moon Knight. So also it'd be a good way to introduce Blade, because you like werewolves, vampires, mummies. So get all the monsters together. And maybe Ghost Rider too. But uh oh yeah, um y'all have all seen the trailer there, right? Y'all saw remember Ethan Hawk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's like some sort of cult leader. It looks like he's probably be the bad guy. You think he's gonna be a good bad guy? No, or he's is this... I think he's gonna be great as a bad guy, but I think he's gonna be a bad dude. But I think Ethan Hawke said he's he's basing his character off of David Koresh from Waco, who's another. Oh, guy. yeah. So that's pretty. Oh, great. that'll be good. Yeah. So I think I think the rumor is he's playing a character called Sun King, who is like um, Moon Knight's the avatar for the Moon God Khonshu, and he uh, Sun King's the avatar for the Sun God Ra. So, well, you know, and you sense. mentioned, you remember the, the, the song that's playing day and night, you know, so what a perfect um, way to yeah, foreshadow yeah. the conflict. Now, even Hawk, he's known for like training day and before sunrise or before midnight. Or yeah, he's he, he done a lot of like independent stuff. I mean, like, uh, yeah. Day was like uh, I think a pretty big movie. It was like a movie about vampires called like Daybreakers. I think where like everyone's a vampire except like a few human minorities. And there's a blood shortage. So, um, but he's been, he's been a lot. He was I think he was in um, Dead Poet Society. That's probably like, his first big movie with Robin Williams. Uh-huh. He's been around for a long time, but I think it's like probably the first thing that he's done that's this big first superhero thing he's done but yeah it's uh pretty cool so he should do a good job hopefully we'll find out yeah so i don't know i'm i'm expecting i'm gonna have higher expectations for this than hawkeye that show was a little underwhelming oh i'll tell you this i had very <laughs> low expectations for hawkeye and it exceeded all expectations because they were so low maybe, uh, maybe yeah yeah so you just made them too low if you, if yeah you really it's low fucking hawkeye how good is that show gonna be Turns out better than what if or Captain Hawkboy and Winter Coldman. Yeah. Well, I had very low expectations. Winter Coldman. Eh? And uh, they were <laughs> they were very low. 
Oh, the Winter Soldier. Is. But, yeah, uh, there we yeah, go. I, I hit uh, tickle bone. I'm looking forward to Moon Knight, but not as much as I'm looking forward to the next episodes of Boba Fett and okay. uh, Peacemaker. I'm just yeah. so yeah, excited so- to see. I don't think I've felt this much anticipation and excitement since maybe WandaVision. Okay. Like, I just can't wait to find out what happens next. And, yeah. like, I didn't have that in The Winter Soldier. What was the one after that? Uh, Loki. But Loki, Loki was, right? Oh, Loki. Loki was pretty good. I had a lot of anticipation for Loki. Loki is by far and away the best of the Disney Plus show. So hopefully Moon Knight can surpass that. I think it has the potential to, but, you know... Um, Do you think Loki was better than The Mandalorian season one or two? Uh, well, um, I think it was the best Marvel Disney Plus show. Okay, yeah, yeah. I might, I, think I, I, might, like I, would, better I believe I would agree with show. that. But, I mean, Moon Knight, I think, has the potential to be the best Marvel Disney Plus show. For and, sure. I mean, you have the talents of Oscar Isaac, and then it seems like you have an actual storyline that you could actually follow. Yeah, and it's like a character we've never seen before. So, like, you know, the all the other shows, I think, yeah, they were characters that we've previously been introduced in past Marvel. Right? Products, but it's like, like... The excitement of WandaVision was, why is Vision still alive? The excitement of uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier was nothing, right? And, and <laughs> the excitement of Loki was like, how does he stay alive? Like, why is he alive? Why is he alive? Right? Yeah, but so yeah, like, it's like a character they're just introducing for the first time. So. This, yeah, this seems like the first like independent project that's yeah, obviously not independent because it's Marvel, but it's it's a brush of fresh air, a brush a breath of fresh air. And the Marvel IP. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah. But, that's but not as much as I am today. Peacemaker and Boba, Boba Fett episode six. Yeah. It'll be um, a good week for TV this week. I feel I need stuff. I need to finish Ozark. I feel bad. I've neglected. To, I started episode one of season four, but I need to hurry and finish. But yeah. So that's it for us. You want to play our social media? Uh, yeah, please, please let us know what you thought about uh, episode five of Boba Fett, aka The Mandalorian, um, season three, episode one, part deuce, uh, point o deuce, whatever, and um, Peacemaker, episode five. You can hit us up on Z- on Twitter at ZZealot Podcast. We'd love to hear uh, what you think. And um, from there, you can follow the links, join our Discord, and join the conversation. We'd love to have you. We'd love to hear what you think about the next episodes of our favorite show. Dragon Ball Z. It's over a thousand! Incredible. AKA the greatest meme of all time. I'm Major. And I'm Robbie. And I am Caboose. Bye, Tip. Worst 